Hi, and welcome to our second episode of Be Your Best Podcast. I'm Gilman Hansen, your host. As a brief intro, I'm a brand strategist and creative director who's worked closely with many companies worldwide, both nonprofit, profit, and people around the world for over 25 years, helping them discover, create, and design brands. Recently, I took all that I've learned and applied it to people like you and me and created Be Your Best Design Personal Brand Training, where you can learn about personal brand awareness and how to apply it to make a difference for yourself and others. So let's get started by considering a few ideas. What does it mean to be our best? And how are we at our best? Is it just circumstances or can we play an active role in being our best? How are we perceived? Can we manage what others think of us? Today, we'll be talking with Don Lowry about these topics and ways we can be more of our authentic and better selves. Don is founder of Lowry Hill, a talent access consultancy that provides executive search and interim staffing services to data-driven companies. Lowry Hill specializes in supplying the world-class data science and engineering talent that companies need to dominate their competition. Don established Lowry Hill after a successful first career building and leading high-performing marketing teams across multiple B2C and B2B categories. As an experienced senior executive, Don combines his knowledge of business, leadership, and marketing to offer his clients the perspective and commitment of a collaborative business partner. Don's motto is, I help companies turn data into competitive advantage by building top-performing data science teams. So, Don, welcome. Glad you could join us on Be Your Best. Thanks for having me, Gil. It's good to be here. So, Don, you heard the intro. And so can you share with us a little bit more about yourself and Larry Hill and what you attribute to how you got to where you are today? Sure. Well, let's see. I've been a uh, kind of a lifelong marketer. Started out my career in consumer packaged goods, which was uh, kind of a, a bit of a PhD in branding and it has uh, it instilled in me some things that are even helpful in my business today. Uh, you know, I've been in the executive search business for about 10 years now. And one of the things that uh, I think about every day is how do I, how am I going to merchandise a company to a candidate? How am I going to merchandise a hiring manager to a candidate? How am I going to merchandise a candidate back to the other parties? I mean, I've kind of got a, a bit of a sale and a matching exercise on both ends. And that's really about all about their brands and, uh, you know, how they see themselves, how they present themselves to others. And, and my job is to make a match of great talent with great companies. So, you know, about 10 years ago, after building uh, teams in the marketing uh, part of my career earlier on, I decided that I would like to help other people build teams and, uh, you know, high quality teams, because that's what, uh, that's what helps people prevail. It's all about talent. And, uh, so got involved in personal branding on a more detailed basis about six to eight months ago, went through some exercises myself with Gil and, uh, and his program here. And it caused me to think a little bit more by my own personal brand and, how I'm branding my business, and uh, uh, it's been a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, it's something that I, 
I kind of try to reconnect with on a daily basis. Every day when I start uh, start making phone calls and you know talking with clients and candidates. Does that so, make sense? Yeah, I think that's that's interesting. So, I mean, we're all different, right? I mean, we're all different people. So what, in your eyes, and what you were just talking about, are the key elements of a strong personal brand? Well, I, th- I think <clears throat> first pass, branding is about how others see you. It's about maybe about how you, how you try to present yourself, but really the, the impact of the brand is through the eyes of somebody else. You know, back in my branding days, I used to say things like a marketing company looks at its business through the eyes of its customers. Well, I think that's the right perspective to take when you're thinking about a personal brand as well. How am I coming across to other people? And uh, so how I connect with that every day is I start thinking about why I'm doing what I'm doing, which is the motivation piece, right? That's the motivation that drives me into wanting to, to do a better job for my clients, for my candidates. And it's that motivation, my why, if you will, and, uh, you know, how I want to come across that uh, gets me excited and moving every day. So personal branding is a driver for me uh, in this business in many ways. And I inject a lot of branding speak, I would say, and branding strategy into the campaigns and into projects when I'm talking to clients and candidates as well, because it's really about their personal brands. Their brand is a company, brand is a hiring manager, and brand is individuals if they're uh, you know looking for a new opportunity so that's an interesting uh thing you're just talking about about company branding your client brand and the uh the talent and all these brands so i mean that's really i guess what this whole thing's about but how do you connect those dots are you looking for common ground between everybody in doing that process well, that's the takes me back to my uh, back to the package goods days because you know a lot of people go to market their marketing products, but in consumer packaged goods, you're not only responsible for marketing product, but you really got to be under begin by understanding somebody else's needs. What are they looking for? You know, nobody likes to be sold; everybody likes to buy. So, what are they looking for? What are, what problems are they trying to solve? What are they? You know, if it's something as simple as spaghetti sauce. You know, what role does that play for them? What do they do with it? How do they use that with their uh, with their meals and so forth? And when it comes to people brands, it's about there is a personality match factor, but there's it's heavily dependent on what they're trying to accomplish. What are their needs? What problems are they trying to solve? And uh, so it comes back to that focus on needs, which is really, I think, an underpinning to how you want to present a brand ultimately to an audience anyway. Well, that's pretty interesting. So, so let's say you're, you're in the middle of a context and you do a lot, do you do most of this on phone or on screens? Most of it's on phone. It's becoming more and more on, on, on the screen using things like zoom, especially recently. So we've had video interviewing for a while, but uh, I, it's amazing. It's it, when you, when I can schedule a meeting with a client or a candidate, but particularly a client, if I have a client meeting on something like Zoom or Skype where we're doing video, that visual interaction is an important piece of, the, of building rapport with the client. And uh, it, it often takes us further than a phone call could because we're communicating now in you know a verbal medium, a visual medium, 
and they get the with the video, some of the emotion starts to come across as well. So it's a it's a whole different quality of interaction. So yeah, a lot of phone work, but I'm increasingly trying to inject video into the equation. So going back a, a few paragraphs, uh, you're on you're on screen with people, right? And we're all different. And, and you know, I know this too. Some people are, are just very likable. And other people are more reserved or it's harder to get to know them. And so you're in there, you're talking, you find it. So in your eyes, what are the key elements that you're looking for that makes you understand this person has a well-defined or has a strong personal brand? What are those, what are the, where's the sauce that you're looking for in those people? I would say the single largest indicator of the strength of somebody's brand is their consistency over time. And for example, if I'm looking to hire a top performer, let's call them and call that person an A player, uh, that, you know, maybe the top 10% uh, of their peers, they don't just all of a sudden become an A player. They've been an A player for the last five, 10, 15 years of their career. In any one of their roles, I can see evidence and usually quantifiable evidence of performance, high levels of performance. They just bring their A game every day, right? So I'm, I'm looking for somebody who isn't just a flash in the pan, but somebody who's delivered consistently. Uh, you, can, you can get this sense of who they are by the authority that they speak with, how confident they are in uh, themselves and what they've done and how they've interacted with others. And we really drill down on a lot of this. I mean, you know, we, I, I will spend, by the time I present somebody to a company, probably a good three to four hours in either phone conversations or video conversations with them, uh, getting to know them and getting to know who they are and going back through their experiences. So I'm looking for that thread of consistency in their branding and their performance over time. And that, that consistency, to be honest with you, is the probably the, the single most important indicator of somebody that I'm interested in working with uh, from a, from a branding perspective and from a candidate perspective. So uh, another thing that people always ask me um, and it's part of a brand is what about the look? What about your look as, in your, as your brand? How does that play a role? Like your style, how you look, is that, is that, part of why people hire people because they they feel like an affinity with them or it's not really part of a play well you know the uh, first impressions one of the one of the anecdotal story one of the biggest problems in face-to-face -face interviews uh, if somebody's going in to see somebody and it's the first time they've met the person that's doing the interview on the company side we usually form a very fast opinion of who this person is, whether they like them or not, literally within the first few moments of the interview. <laughs> and that colors, it's true. I guess we all do that, right? I Everybody, it's human nature. It's a human flaw, actually, because you know you, they bring in all their own biases into this process and they're judging somebody very quickly. And if, they, if the judgment isn't positive, you know, the interview goes south. Doesn't matter what the content and the capability of the person is. If, if that if that isn't established uh, right away, um, you know it's it's kind of all for naught. So it's a 
it's it's an issue. And so the somebody's look and how they present visually, emotionally, verbally, you know, they how they come across is really important. Um especially in, in, in my business, but I think on a day-to-day basis too, as you're out yeah. interacting with your peers and your bosses and subordinates and, yeah, and, so, and friends and family even. Okay, so I, I like where you're going with this. And there's a word that um, that comes out a lot in, in this work called rapport. Like, you know, some people, are the, they're the charmer. They're instantly relational. They get it. They joke. There's the, you know, there's that salesperson who's really good at that rapport. So how much does rapport play in, in this idea of uh, having a strong brand? I, well, it depends on the nature of the interaction. You know, if it's a, if it's an interaction an exchange where content needs to come across and there's a, a you know, it's, it's more than a few minutes. Uh, let's say it gets into an extended conversation. I think rapport probably is fairly important. Now, rapport isn't for everybody. You get type A people who are, you know, really uh, driven. They're very quick. They they want answers. They're, you know, they're not not as relational from a personality perspective. Rapport is less important. They want information, right? And they're going to drill until they get it. They don't know. They don't want to waste their time. There are other types of people that are more relational, and so the rapport uh, factor I think goes way up. So your ability to read that to a degree and interact with those people, those different personality types, is important. And your ability to adjust to them as well is important. I think Tony Robbins calls it mirroring, and he probably didn't come up with the term. But your ability to kind of play back the uh, the sensibility that the other person is presenting builds rapport, right? If you're inconsistent with how they're coming across and you present a whole different uh, uh, approach, let's say it's, uh, it's a little tougher to build rapport. So, but I, yeah, rapport is, is important. If you can, if you, if you can't get it, I think you're going to be struggling a little bit with that, whatever that exchange is all about. So, um, and I, I agree. I, I, you know, it's sometimes I just instantly like some people and other times it takes a while to get to know them <laughs> and it's just human nature. Sure, Absolutely. So in today's new world of social distancing, talking on screens and using social media to boost uh, awareness, where do you see personal branding playing a role and being a benefit for people in today's world? Well, so, so social media, in my mind, runs everything from you know a simple post on Twitter or Facebook, which is just written words, right? It can be very quick, to maybe something that you and I are doing right now, which is a video conference, a video teleconference. I think the more dimensions, the more, the closer you get to more of, including more of the human dimensions in the exchange, you know, we've got the verbal, we've got the emotion because you can see me, we've got the visual going on here. It's starting to become a pretty robust uh, exchange. So I think it's, uh, you know, the personal branding becomes very important. Uh, you know, how we, how we're coming across, uh, do I look interested? Am I making faces? Am I rolling my eyes? You know, all those human emotions, especially once you get the video piece coming along, uh, really come into play. So the same would be true if you were doing a, a blog video as opposed to a blog article. I mean, it's different because you've got more, more communication mediums in the video piece. So again, I think it depends on the format. But personal branding always plays a role, even if it's something as simple as 
as some written text. Uh, how you write, how you communicate, how 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 that might be perceived uh, is part of your personal brand. I yeah, mean, I think you know, for me, I want to be. I want to be. If I'm making a a, a comment on something, I want it to be perceived as adding value to the conversation. Or I could be a smartass and go the other direction, but that's not my nature. That's not part of my brand. So uh, just, okay. just depends on what you're trying to communicate with your brand. That's interesting. So what do you think? Like, I mean, every night now, I mean, a lot of us are watching like uh, news to see what's going on, and everybody's on screens. And I noticed that um, all the different backgrounds, like some people are like, they've arranged it perfectly. The shelf, you know, they got the perfect things and behind them and other people have, they don't, they're just like pushing their face right into the screen. There's nothing behind them or there's something else behind them. Mm -hmm. um, or they're not dressed for the interview or they're just there. And other people are, are, uh, are not conscious of that at all. So uh, what do you think that, does that make a difference, you think, like looking at people's backgrounds and how they're dressed on screens? I think it, it certainly leaves an impression regardless, you know, how, how they stage it. I mean, I, I, you know, it is kind of funny when you see the author's book on the bookshelf in the back. And <laughs> I think I saw some encyclopedia, World Book Encyclopedia is down in one corner of a bookshelf. And it, clearly somebody was just trying to fill the shelves with books as a background for this one particular person. So it becomes a little crazy depending on how, how much you want to really nitpick. But, uh, yeah, I think it's important how you come across. I mean, if, if the person's personality is such that the background matters less, you know, if they're really, I think a lot of people sometimes are hunched over their laptops. They are in close and their face is large and so forth. And other people a little more relaxed and maybe a little more thoughtful around what other signals they're sending by virtue of their background or their sloppy bookshelves in my case, or, you know, whatever it looks like. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's definitely something you have to pay attention to. Does it really matter? Um, yeah, it matters, but what's your brand? And, you know, maybe a little bit of casualness is okay. If people know you're making the call from home, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, other, other people, I know another fellow who does a lot of video podcasting, you know, he's got his, brand on the wall behind him and <laughs> fake white bricks on his wall. And it's, a, it's, a, you know, he's attempted to create a studio and yeah, it looks nice. Uh, but it also looks a little, yeah, maybe fake to me. Yeah. You know, but, so I think there's a, there's an authenticity question as well. Okay. And I think that's a big thing about today's world is who's authentic, who's not, who's likable, who's not. <clears throat> so, in that, uh, what would you say, Don, are your three most important attributes on your brand that you bring to the table? I think um, I want people to perceive me as insightful, and I want them to judge me based on my insightfulness, based on the quality of questions that I ask mm -hmm. and how interested I am in them. So I want to be other focused. That's number one that I do care about them. I'm listening. I'm paying attention. I want to make sure that they know I'm hearing them. So that, that whole piece is, is one. Uh, the second thing would be, I'd want them to think about me as experienced. 
And uh, finally, I would want them to have rapport. I would want them to feel like I'm somebody they can talk with. That's great. And they and they should be comfortable. Yeah. You know, they they're comfortable doing that because it's uh, uh, it's just it's important to me that people trust me. So I'd say the third piece is I want to be able to establish a uh, uh, an emotion of trust with somebody so that they feel like they can open up, tell me what's going on. You're trying to solve something I can help with. Let's talk about it. Yeah, the trust factor is big. It's huge. It's huge. Yeah. I mean, it's especially these days. I mean, it's the that's where that's what authenticity is all about, right? Can it, can I believe what I'm seeing and hearing? You know, are you are you being real with me? You know, and at the end of the day, I think that's important for my brand. I want people to know I'm being real with them. So that in that context, um, which you may have already explained it, but. Um, when you get up in the day, you're waking up, you're getting ready to go, do your day, go to work, whatever. Um, what make, what's one thing, what's one message or one feeling you have to be your best? I mean, what do I tell myself in the morning to get rolling? Yeah, that's one way. Yeah, sure. What do you, so, so you're, you're going to, you're now you're going to be your best. What do you tell yourself? Yeah, who can I help today? I mean, I'm. It, it's a. It's kind of a question of how can I serve, mm. right? You know, yeah, I don't. I don't jump out of bed saying, "Oh, I've got to grow my business and I need three more clients today." Or you know, it's the metrics will happen. I think the um, for me the it all starts with motivation, and my motivation is helping people. I want to help my clients. I want to help candidates. If I can't help somebody, at least maybe I can offer them some advice. I, I think so, that's, cool. that's, that's what gets me going. If I can help somebody, I've had a great day. That's great. That's really good. Um, any, any advice you'd offer anybody who's listening to uh, about their personal brand or discover it or be it, what would you say would be the, uh, uh, like a, a good insightful uh, advice you could offer? Well, I think everybody should be, everybody benefits, I think, from putting forth an effort to know themselves a little bit better and to know how they come across, to be a little more deliberate in their life, think about what their goals are, how they're going to get there, um, who they can help. And so it's about being a little more proactive in with your life than just w sitting back and taking things as they come. Um, so it's, uh, you know, I think personal branding is something that people should be exploring and be a little more aware of. And, uh, if they, if they can begin playing around with it and breaking it down, they can figure out who they are and what they can do with it. And why it's important to them. It's it's all the uh, you know a lot a lot of the pieces inside personal branding really are very closely aligned in my mind to how you live your life and whether you're living a good quality life or not. Being intentional. And at the end of the day, I think personal branding. If you're if you're managing your brand and you you kind of have those branding goals in your mind, branding can be an overused word, but. I want to be intentional with how I'm moving forward. I want to be intentional with what I'm doing at work. I want to be intentional with my family and my relationships. And uh, that's, uh, 
To me, that's what it's all about. Everybody should should have some sense of that and be thinking about it. Wow, that's great. Really, uh, I love the idea of the intentional piece. I try to remind myself of that a lot as well. And uh, thanks. Thank you so much, Don, for being here on the, on the talk, uh, the podcast with me. It's been a real pleasure. And, and also, I want to thank you because you helped me actually create this program. So uh, kudos to you and also to Carl Speak, who was uh, really the founder of uh, one of the uh, pioneers of personal branding, uh, Darren Reith, who also helped out a lot, Barbara Batondo, Tracy Stewart, our amazing production manager, and all the others that have made this happen, including the Design Management Institute for all the opportunities uh, to provide us to get us started. So as a closer, your personal brand is your most important asset. And certainly, Don, you talked about it uh, uh, very well. You have an opportunity to be better every day, so get ready to be your best. Thanks for listening. I appreciate everybody uh, joining us. And if you want to know more and learn about our three-step process to have a clear and strong personal brand, please visit us at designpersonalbrand.com. Thank you.